0: Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Efficiency Bitch podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. This podcast is dedicated to all the women out there who are aspiring to have a career while raising a family. And Bitch, well, that's more than a name and even an attitude. <laughs> we use it as an acronym it's for Bank, Inbox, Time, Connection, and Harmony. Each episode is labeled according to the correct topic so that you can efficiently find the topic that you're looking for. I'm here to tell you, you can have your cake and eat it too. The trick is finding efficient ways to get through the have-tos so that you can make room for your best life. I can show you how. Let's get started. Anita, hi, how are you? I'm so happy to see you again. I am so excited
1: to be here, Melissa. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, I was just saying before we hit record that I was not in the mood to do my podcast today and I turned on the camera and it was you and I was so happy. So I was on Anita's podcast not too long ago. And it was so fun and so uplifting. So you're just what I needed today. I'm so glad that I get to talk to you again. But for the audience, would you introduce yourself? Tell them who you are, where you come from and how you do life.
1: Sure. My name is Anita Rombo. I am a soul strategist and success coach. What that basically means is I help high achievers amplify their fulfillment and their success. So help them really define what success is on their own terms and make sure that life is not just about achieving that external successes. However, we define it, but also something that feels meaningful and purposeful and enjoyable for us.
0: I love that. It's something that's really been coming kind of loud and clear for me the last couple of years. When you're on the right vibration and the things are happening and you're listening. So what's what your body is saying what your soul is saying good things really start to happen. So I'm a big believer. How did Absolutely. you stumble into this work? How did you find it?
1: It's a combination of all of my life to be quite honest. I stumbled upon coaching to be quite honest in the middle of the pandemic in 2021. Mm-hmm. I was restructured out of my corporate role, but having said that, before that, I have a lifetime of full practice that I really grounded myself in. I've always been very spiritually centered. I'm an intuitive. So I've had those kinds of gifts and abilities since I was a young age, but I also have many degrees and certifications and like over 20 years of education, advanced training and experience in sorts, a lot of different things that are all relevant and related to providing the best possible service. So I have a background in psychology. I am a former therapist. I'm a former healthcare professional. So I worked one-on-one with people, helping them get to their goals and I also have an MBA, so I had this ability to like really be strategic and to create big transformations. Not to mention, I've had the ability to create big transformations and pivots in my own life. Right, going from a healthcare professional to a healthcare leader. And essentially, like leaving a career after 10 years to move back into my parents' basement and to be a student again or to leave the corporate life and to be an entrepreneur. I really love helping people make those big shifts to really align with what feels right for them and their next journey or evolution of who they are. I
0: love that. I think I'm learning like manifestation and getting the things that your soul desires really starts With contrast, when you're in doom and gloom and bad things feel like they're happening, it's for a lot of people start that process of soul searching and trying to figure out what they want to do next. And I'm not sure which comes first, right? The you're on the wrong path of your soul or your soul's telling you you're on the wrong path and that's why you feel that way. Do you have an opinion on that?
1: I think that's a great question. To be honest, I would agree with you. I think that the pandemic has really amplified people's need to find more meaning and purpose in their life. Like we've all been through this collective like crazy time, right? And a lot of people are seizing the day and realizing they only have one life and how do they make the biggest impact and how do they feel great and all that type of stuff. I would say that I'm not really sure about the answer to your question in particular. I would just say that you are meant to be where you are. And so mm-hmm. whenever is the right time for you to f- start feeling those kind of nudges that maybe there's more out there for you or if you're feeling stuck or sometimes life just says, yeah, no, you're supposed to be here instead and just places you in that path. Like, hey, yeah. no, Anita, you have done all this amazing work for yourself and you've got what it takes and it's time for you to help other people find their way when they're feeling lost. Boom, out of the corporate world (laughs) into the coaching world, right? It's really using my coaching skills that I've developed over the last 20 years. And I've been a huge like mentor and leader in the healthcare space, but using it and applying those skills in a different way to serve a different group of people in a different way. So it finds you and you find it at the same time. It just happens. I know. I love it. It's very chicken and
0: egg, right? Which one comes first? I don't know. I think I like pondering those types of ideas because I always am wondering, what will happen next? Will I know if I'm on the wrong path? And I think, yes, I think your soul starts to recognize when you're going down the wrong way. And one of the things that started, I'm really excited for you to be here to talk about this because you're such a, the perfect guest for this. One of the things that really helped me in that initial stage of finding my soul's purpose was gratitude and figuring out like, why was I feeling so unhappy? I had so many things to be grateful for, and I when I pulled that back and started to say, oh, I am grateful for all of these things, then I was really able to open up and figure out what next, what else my soul really wanted, and I know gratitude is a really important part of you as a woman, but also in your professional life, so I was hoping we could kind of unwrap some of the benefits of gratitude practice.
1: Sure, let's do it.
0: Awesome. So can you talk a little bit straight off the bat about the benefits of gratitude? What does it mean? First of all, does it mean saying thank you to your computer and to your desk? What does it mean to you?
1: It can totally mean that to me. First and foremost, what is gratitude? Let's just make sure we're talking about the same thing. I personally look at it as as something that I'm thankful for, something that is a life's blessing, if you will. And we all know what it is. I think we all say thank you so many times, whether we mean it or not, we say the words, but do we feel the emotions? It's really about cultivating that. So as I mentioned in a lot of the clientele that I serve, they're really high achieving, they're goal-oriented, they're results-driven. They get, they have the whatever they think that they it defines their success in the outside world, right? They've got the money, they've got the title, they've got the paycheck, whatever, right? They've got the house, but they're feeling empty and lost inside. And if that sounds like somebody that might be tuning into your, your podcast, I think it's because what's happened is, and this is where the whole soul strategy and success kind of merge, right? Doing the inner work is really what brings the outer success. So doing the inner work, finding that inner peace and happiness really makes the outer success mean something. But also doing the inner work also just accelerates and catapults the amount of external success you receive. It's also like a little bit of that manifestation piece, right? And Mm -hmm. gratitude is a key driver of that. So I think gratitude is really an important vehicle to support that inner growth, that inner peace, that inner happiness that also ties into your outside results right? So it's like, talk about efficiency, right? Do the inner work and you get the inner work in the outer results, right? The inner peace and the outer results. So that's how I define gratitude. And I would say it's so important on so many different levels, but let's just call some of the major ones out. First and foremost, it improves your physical and mental health, right? It's Studies have shown that it decreases your stress levels, it decreases your blood pressure, it improves your sleep, it improves your sense of well-being and happiness and security and stability. And especially in the times that we've come from, we really need that, right? It triggers changes in the neurotransmitters that are circulated in your brain and what parts of your brain are activated. So all of these things really help and support your mental and physical health. And I think first and foremost, you can't buy that. That is, that is key. So let's just say that's like a big, huge benefit. The second is obviously it improves our ability to relate to other people. And that really ties into, I think in your efficiency, is it, can I say the word?
0: Yeah, we can say the <laughs> word. <laughs> like, I don't
1: know if I'm The efficiency bitch framework that you have, it really plays into the con- the connection and the community and the harmony piece. First of all, being kindness, like being accepting of even yourself, like it helps improve your relationship with yourself when you can be kind and show gratitude Mm -hmm. to yourself for just showing up for who you are, right? Having that self-acceptance. But more or less too, like life is all about relationships, right? Both personally and professionally. If you can relate to somebody else in a different way by showing them that you value them, by showing them that you appreciate them, that you understand them, it's really building that trust of, a culture, sorry, a culture of understanding and empathy that just solidifies relationships. And again, we are just, uh, we're creatures that crave belonging and acceptance and love. And it's, our world is predicated on relationships. So if we can strengthen that relationship and that feeling about ourselves and also with other people, both at work and at home, just that's life-changing right there. And last but not least, I'm just going to say that life can be difficult, right? We've all gone through times where things are great. Things are not so great. That's just life. And so having that attitude of gratitude just really helps you overcome that, build that resilience and overcome that adversity or those tough times. It really just helps you see the positive in situations and helps you get through them because we're all going to go through them. So we might as well get through them as fast as we can <laughs> and with the best attitude in the process.
0: Yeah, for sure. In the project management world, we call that the change curve of the curve of change. And there's like this valley of despair at the bottom. Yes. It's like for everything in life. It doesn't matter if they're they're building new construction, there is a change curve. If, it doesn't matter what you're dealing with. It's just a matter of how long you stay in that valley of despair. That is really important, but you are going to be there. We like
1: all have second. to go through that,
0: right? You have to go through it. Yeah. And And gratitude is definitely a way that I learned to pick myself up out of that valley of despair many years ago. When I was at my darkest moment and what's led me to where I am today, one of the practices I learned was to write three things that I'm grateful for every day. And I'll admit, I struggled sometimes to come up with what to write. like, how do you, how do you write a sentence that says, I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my partner. I'm grateful for the food that I get to eat. It seems so basic. So I always, I remember when I was first starting struggling, feeling like it was too basic. Do you think there's anything does it exist? Is gratitude too basic on that level?
1: It sounds basic, right? Like even when I was thinking about what we were talking about, what may, might serve your audience today, right? What topic mm-hmm. ideas. We all know what gratitude is, right? I'm defining gratitude. I know you guys know what it is. I know we practice it on a daily basis. We have, at least Canadians, say thank you and sorry a lot, a. But I'm just going to say this. It's it's a mindset shift, right? It's a mm-hmm. choice. So just like happiness is a choice, playing victim is a choice, separating the inner work from the... like inner work is not for everybody. A lot of people feel very uncomfortable with doing the deep dive of going within. And similarly, gratitude is a choice, right? And it is a basic choice. It's a very easy choice. But if you tap into it, again, we just talked about those benefits, like the benefits of being able to relate to yourself and show yourself love and kindness, the ability to feel healthier and um, mentally and physically, the ability to relate to other people, the ability to oh my God, get out of that valley of despair, like quicker. Like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? It doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, I think some of those simpler things in life are the easier things to implement. And those are those small wins that can really give you big results. And I know we're all about efficiency, so we should totally tap into that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, most definitely. One thing that has shifted dramatically for me since I began my gratitude practice, I'm a mother. And I think every parent has had that, I don't know, have this moment of panic of what, how you would respond or what you would do if something happened to your child. And it overwhelms you in this fear of panic and terror. What it's shifted for me is I don't have those feelings of fear anymore. What I have are these overwhelming feelings of gratitude And for example, I used to really worry that I'd get in a car accident and my kid would be stuck in the car seat. How would I I get him out? Like that stuff used to go through my head. And now I hold him and I just, Oh, I love this. I hope I get to do this always. And I'm so grateful for it. Those fears as a parent don't go away, but they don't wave over me and flood my mind the way that they used to. It's a I still have that very overwhelming feeling, but it's very positive and warm and loving versus terror and fear and cold that I used to experience. I felt that shift for sure.
1: That's really loving. I would say that you're playing right into the field of energetics. I don't know how woo you are. But there's all of our energies and emotions have a certain frequency that we emit. And basically the law of attraction is you get out what you put in. So, if you're holding onto that energy of fear, you know how that feels, right? We can all feel constricted, we feel like panic, we mm-hmm. like are. And so we're attracting more of that. But the exact opposite of fear is love and is like the, the on the opposite end of the spectrum is all the feel good emotions and gratitude is certainly one of them right and so when you're tapping into that you feel joy you feel expansiveness i would also say that what you're doing actually by replacing the fear and just holding yourself in the moment of the hug or whatever is really grounding yourself in mindfulness and mindfulness Mm -hmm. is a really key way to cultivate an attitude of appreciation you're doing one of the things that I would recommend, which is like being mindful and in the moment. And there's some other things that you've referred to. I don't know. Do you want me to go into that a little bit? I would love it. I was, okay. an expression. I was like, I feel like I'm going off on a tangent. So reel me in That's if good. it's not what you want to hear. So we talked about mindset being a mindset shift, being that gratitude is a choice, right? So you can choose to be grateful, you can choose to be thankful, or you could choose not to. And of course, if we want to been into that, the tap into the series of like positive uplifting emotions and doing the inner peace and inner happiness, which is going to catapult your external success, I think is a good idea to tap into that, to make that choice. So mindfulness is really just being in the present moment. So again, just feeling your son, the fabric of his clothes, smelling his hair, whatever it is, right? So it's really being present. You can do mindfulness in a lot of different ways. So you talked about mindfulness journaling or journaling. I love morning and night routines. I think they're just a great way for me personally to anchor my day. They're not for everybody though. So again, mindfulness comes in a lot of different shapes and sizes. And I think it's really important for you to find your rhythm and find what works for you. I'll name a couple of things that you can do to like tap into gratitude through mindfulness. And I would encourage you to just try one or two, like you don't have to do them all, but one of them is mindfulness journaling. I love the five minute journal. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. This is efficiency at its core in five minutes, your whole day, morning, like two minutes in the morning, two minutes at night, you are done and you've reflected on your day and you've, and there's gratitude built in and you've also affirmed things. If you want to solidify your beliefs, full disclosure, I am not a night person. So it's, I'll do my more five minute journal every morning. I'm not so good at doing it every night. Well, one thing I do tend to do at night is before I go to bed I will think of three things that I'm grateful for and I'll just say it and it could be as simple or as basic as like this bed oh my god thank you I've had such a busy day I'm just so excited to tap in think about what happened during the day that you're excited about so really like journaling or just thinking about things that you're grateful for preferably in the morning and night or just good ways to anchor your day I would say I also love doing gratitude pauses so it's kind of along the same lines where just At random moments in the day, you just stop yourself, just stop yourself and just look around you. So if you have a cup of coffee in your hand, you're about to write an email, just be like, oh my God, I'm so grateful for this cup of coffee. It tastes so amazing. Or it's just the right temperature. Like, again, it doesn't have to be big, but it really does shift your mind and just makes you more appreciative of what's going on around you. If you're not really into, I don't know, journaling, maybe walking or being in nature is your thing. And you can be really mindful when you're out and about, especially if this changes weather. I don't know where you're from. I think you're in Arizona, right? Where it's like super hot. Okay. Here we have snow and it's now (laughs) melting. The birds are out. So can you imagine going for a walk and hearing birds chirping or seeing like a tulip poking out or even seeing the cutest dog on your walk, right? Just take in the sights and the sounds and the smells and just be all in. So being Mm -hmm. mindful, being in the moment is really awesome for gratitude. The last one I'll leave you with is meditation. I don't know if you're a meditator, but you can also do this gratitude meditation where basically you close your eyes again could be whatever you find the time and I would again just all of these suggestions just pick one or two and go with it and see what it does for your ability to feel gratitude but close your eyes and when you're breathing in just think of something that you're grateful for so breathe in gratitude for your son and then when you're breathing out spread that energy of gratitude that you feel for that object thing event to your body and you could even spread it out to your son. So you're sending your son like those loving vibes. It's not so beautiful. Anyway, so those are some ways to cultivate and mindfulness and mindfulness is really good for practicing gratitude. Um, A couple of, I'll maybe share one more thing with you. When it comes to gratitude, I would say just saying thank you to other people mm-hmm. is key. I know we, again, we say it all the time, but do we feel it? Like when you say it to somebody like Melissa, thank you for this opportunity to be on your podcast today. I so appreciate being able to serve your community and create the big impact I want to. Doesn't that feel like, I'm not just saying thank you. Like I'm really owning, I like am meaning it. And if you can, I love that elaboration that I did. It's like showing you thanks and appreciation and that I value you, but it's showing me, me is showing you why i'm showing you that i'm seeing you for who you are and like people want to be seen and heard and understood so mm-hmm. it's really tapping into that and i would also say that let's just say i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use our partners as a, as an example or maybe even a coworker. but let's say you did something like you you always i don't know make dinner and your partner decides to be helpful and make dinner one night and they maybe didn't do it just exactly the way you wanted it to if you have a choice, gratitude is a choice. You can be thankful that they tried to take something off your plate and made you dinner and say thank you for it, even though it might not taste as great as you make it or it might not be as complicated, whatever, it's food. Or you might be like, oh yeah, thanks so much. Like you did this, you forgot to, be- you could have put in a bit more salt. You could have given it a little bit more time. What is gonna make the person feel more valued and appreciated? The gratitude, the sincere gratitude for just coming out and doing the thing. In the future, if you have a huge to do list, which we don't because we are all about efficiency and like time management <laughs> and all that type of stuff. But let's just say, let's just say, are they going to be as like likely to want to be able to right. help you out? And so it's just it's a simple thing. So it's saying gratitude, but saying it and really feeling it and giving people reasons to understand why where it's coming from. I think that just makes it that much more genuine and helps to build that connection with other people.
0: Yeah. I love that. I think the connection part with other people is so important because it's, we talked about this at the beginning of the show and it's a huge part of my book. The way that you interact with other people is a, it's a big deal and the way they feel in that moment. I'll also take a second to plug my morning and evening routine. I have a free download for any listeners. It's at com slash daily action plan. It's, I talk a lot about it in the book. And it's got all my kind of morning and afternoon journaling prompts. It's a one pager, super fast. So go check it out. And it's a fun one. So let's wrap this up. Oh, I wait, want to but talk about- We didn't about- even plan that. Like, how awesome was that? <laughs>
1: that was like such a great plug. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I
0: like giving people things that help me. And of when you were talking about your morning and evening, I was like, that's me. I do that. I just, and it's funny the way that started. I just did it for me. And then when I was writing my book and I was writing about it, my publisher said, you need to share that in a download. And I thought, oh, okay, (laughs) I do, don't I? So that's where that came from. Let's talk about, as we wrap this up, how gratitude really helps tie that ribbon around connection, around harmony, around becoming an efficiency bitch. How do you use gratitude to like completely encompass your way forward.
1: So I think we've already touched on a lot of it, but let's just, let's just really reinforce it because it's such an important part. I think again, people want to feel loved. They want to feel like they belong. They want to feel like they're accepted. They want to feel like they're seen. They want to feel like they're heard. They want to feel like they're valued. I want to feel like that way. You want to feel that way. Mm -hmm. Showing gratitude is that common thread that anchors everyone in all of those feelings If you can build connection and trust and empathy and understanding, imagine how much more powerful that relationship that you have is because of that. It's just a simple two words, thank you. Although I prefer the elaboration, but whatever, you know what I mean? It's about creating that energy that I see you, I value, I appreciate you, thank you for doing what you're doing. That helps people come back to the table time and time again. That helps people wanna work with you in a professional setting, right? It's all about teamwork. There's no I in team, right? At home, you really need, people can do it on their own, but if you have a partner, it's very helpful to have a support network around you that's actually supported and supports you and you feel that you're supporting them. So everyone wins when we practice gratitude. So as simple and as simplistic as it can be, integrating those small moments of having a pause, of saying thank you, of really taking in your surroundings and journaling, whatever practice you choose to take from today, I would highly recommend it. Actually, I know we're wrapping up, but there's one other thought I have about cultivating an attitude of appreciation, if you don't mind my sharing, and it's called mental subtraction so the other ones seemed a little bit more basic and just natural yeah of course we say thank you of course we do this mental subtraction i had a thought of this as it was one for example when you were hugging your son i don't want to use this example in a sense because it's, it's sad for me but mental subtraction is imagine not having the thing that maybe in the moment you might be afraid of the car accident imagine or being frustrated about or complaining about. So let's talk about work. For example, let's say you don't love your job or you've had Mm -hmm. a tough day at work. You're having a problem with your coworker. You're having a problem with the job itself. Imagine not having it in your life. That is mental subtraction. And imagine not having Mm -hmm. it in your life and that will actually bring about feelings of appreciation for it. So yeah, maybe today was a tough day, but imagine not having that paycheck that's gonna pay your bills. Or having that paycheck that's going to buy you healthy food that's going to feed your, and nourish your family. Or not having the friendships that you've built through your work. Or not having the ability to showcase your skills or exercise your superpowers every day at work, like the things that you're really good at. And all of those things will help create that attitude of gratitude. Yeah, maybe you don't like it, but maybe you can see the positives in the situation and feel a bit more appreciation for it.
0: Yeah. I love that because there are things we all have to do. I don't want to go to that work dinner. I don't want to go to that meeting, but when you start to think about it that way, it can really change your framework. Anita, it's so great talking to you. I really appreciate you coming on today. Would you share with the audience where they can find you?
1: Sure. I would love it if you followed me on Instagram at Anita Rombo, A-N-I-T-A, Rombo, R-O-M-B-O-U-G-H, or you can catch me at www.anitarombo.com.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you
1: so much, Melissa. Have a good day.
0: Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new around here, please be sure to leave us a review on any podcast platform you're listening to. And you can always reach out to me to let me know what topics you're interested in hearing about, or maybe telling me someone you think would be great for the show. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at efficiencyb.